You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Today we are talking about Saucha. This is part four of our 10-part series on the Yamas and the Niyamas. Saucha is one of the Niyamas of yoga, which makes it a personal ethic that we want to live by. It's kind of how we deal with the world within us. Saucha translates from Sanskrit to English to mean purification or living purely or even cleanliness. It involves maintaining a cleanliness in the body, mind, and environment so that we can experience ourselves at a higher capacity and higher resolution. The word pure actually comes from the Latin puris, which means clean and unadultered. So the idea of saucha is that like when we take in healthy food that are untainted by pesticides and unnatural like additives, the body starts to function a lot more smoothly. And when we read books and listen to music that elevate our consciousness, we are inspired. When we associate with kind and gentle and pure people, we're feeding the, the mind and the spirit in a way that just nourishes our own peacefulness. When we create an environment in our home that's simple and uncluttered, that generates an atmosphere where we aren't constantly distracted by yesterday and all the stuff we had going on the day before, then we can really begin to change. Saucha, to me, is a testament to the positive power of association. I'm going to read you one of my all-time favorite quotes about Saucha, and I hope it will inspire you to want to practice this because it will give you a why behind this spiritual teaching of cleanliness or purification. It says this, Practicing Saucha, meaning that and nothing else, involves making choices about what you want and what you don't want in your life. Far from self-deprivation or dry piety, so we don't just need to do this because we need to deprive ourselves of the good things we want, right? The practice of Saucha actually allows you to experience life more vividly. A clean palate enjoys the sweetness of an apple and the taste of pure water. A clear mind can appreciate the beauty of poetry and the wisdom imparted in a story. A polished table reveals the deep grain of the wood. The practice both generates beauty and allows us to appreciate it in all its many forms. I love that quote. This practice both generates beauty and also allows us to appreciate it in all its many forms. I don't know about you, but I have done this before where I have stopped eating toxic like processed foods or I've gotten off of sugar and then I go and I eat a carrot and it's so sweet and it tastes so good and I don't even need dip for it because it just has so much good flavor. But often my palate is not cleansed. It's used to all of these impurities and these really strong, strong flavors that are meant to enhance our experience, but actually end up doling the experience. Notice that, that when we eat things that are meant to be exciting and really enhancing to our palate, we end up losing our ability to taste the flavor in things that are less exciting to our mouth, right? And this is the practice of saucha. It's that when we purify, we're able to get deeply pure with each moment and experience even the small little things and get so pure with exactly where we're at and just see the beauty of the present moment. 
But when we get obsessed with, but then, but then, but then I need this and I need that and I got to get this and adding all of these things into our lives, it actually takes away from the ability to be pure with every moment, be pure with every bite and just really be present and experience and appreciate the present in all its many forms. So I wrote a list of questions for you guys that you can think of on how you're going to do an audit of your, what is being intaken into your life? Like what is your intake right now? And is there anything that you need to ditch? What are the toxic thoughts that you're thinking that you can release? Who are you spending time with? Are you with people who are brash and rude and don't treat others with respect and kindness? Are those people lightening your load or are they weighing you down? Really looking at that, what content do you consume? Is it heavy? Is it weighing you down or is it lightening you? Is it purifying you or is it keeping you from purification? Is it clean? Are the thoughts that you're reading online thoughts you want to associate with and have in your brain? Everything that we consume, this one's really important to me. When you're consuming on social media, let me give you an example of what I think what's going on in your brain. We get into this state of the mind that people call theta. It's where we pass through the analytical mind and we're not really thinking and we're just kind of absorbing. A lot of people know theta as the moment before you fall asleep when you're like not there, but you are there. Well, I think we almost get into that state of mind often when we're scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on Facebook. You know what I'm talking about. It's when you're like zoned out and you're just scrolling, but you're conscious, but you're not fully conscious. You know what I'm talking about? Well, what I believe is happening is that then we go in and we read these thoughts from other people. And we're not fully conscious, so we're not saying, yes, that's true. Oh, that's not true. We're just taking in thoughts. And you can even imagine that you have like a filing cabinet in the back of your brain and you're just filing all of these thoughts like, oh, that's what a skinny person or a healthy person looks like. And it's this super fit babe that's got a filter on. And then, you know, consciously that's not true. But when you have that stored in the back of your mind, then you look at yourself in the mirror, your brain's like, oh, you don't look like a healthy person. You're like, where did that come from? Well, I think it probably came from your scrolling. And I think what happens is when we're in that state of theta, it's shown that we are way more easily programmed. So we're sitting there consuming content and programming our brains that are going to dictate how we move and how we go throughout life. And it's with content that is heavy and doesn't actually serve us in any way. I think another thing we can look at when we're thinking about this is like, what content do we let our children consume? Because you know, you guys know, they get in that state too, where their brain is just zoned out and they are being programmed. It's hard and it's not fun to look at, but we have to be honest about what are we letting in to our minds and our bodies and our spirits? Is it serving us? Is it taking up too much space? Is it starting to feel heavy and cluttered? What things, what content lightens the load for us? Let's ask about like what food you're eating. Is it toxic? Is it processed? Is it impure? Is it creating health or is it creating that heavy, bloated, weighted feeling in your body? 
What thoughts are you letting take root in your garden of your mind? I love the saying, your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds, you can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. The practice of saucha, of purification, is the idea that we go through that mind garden and we pick the weeds consciously all the time. They're always coming up, so we have to be on them. It's just like a real garden, right? You're always having thoughts that aren't serving you and they just blow in from the wind. We don't even know where they come from sometimes. But we've got to be picking them consciously, day by day. Some of these thoughts and beliefs that I think weigh us down and create that impurity and disorganization in the mind and the body is when we have expectations of others. It is heavy to hold expectations, especially because you have no control over whether they're going to be met or not. The best thing I ever did in my life was when I stopped having expectations for other people. It's made me so much happier to just let go of all these expectations. They need to do this and they need to do that. And she should, shoulds, man, shoulds, they'll get you. We have to let them go. They're not serving us in any way. And they're creating that, that heaviness and that inability to be present and pure with each moment and each person. Purity is relational. When we can just get pure with someone because we don't expect them, we don't need them to change. We can then just be with them and experience the beauty of them. I think another thing that we do that weighs us down that we don't realize is actually hurting us in so many ways is we pass a lot of judgment. I have a theory (laughs) that our generation is so practiced at judgment. I think it's the plague of our generation and it's creating so much pain and so much suffering within ourselves and then within each other like and less connection and more separateness. So be really aware of like judgment because judgment is creating discord for you and judgment is a mirror. When we're judging, it's really a mirror of how we feel about ourselves. It's 360 and it doesn't serve us. When we put judgments out towards others, we'll put them out towards ourselves. So letting go of those impurities, judgments, expectations, beliefs that just don't serve you, thoughts that are heavy, and really choosing on purpose to focus and put your attention on the couple thoughts that serve you. There's not even tons. There's just a couple that we want to really focus on. And as we do, we create clarity and we can create beauty and we can be with beauty without all of the excess noise and heavy weight on our shoulders. So what impurities do we need to release? What is making it difficult for you right now to show up purely in the present moment? I know as I was preparing for this, the thought that came to me was expectations and judgments. Those are the ones for me that came up. But maybe for some of you, it's just distraction, like objects distracting you and your phone distracting you that are keeping you out of the present moment, that are keeping it hard to move in the direction that you want to move. So let's go into how Saucha can be applied mind in your physical environment, and in your spirit. So in the mind, we already kind of talked about it, but it's being that gardener of your mind and weeding out thoughts that aren't serving you. In your environment, this one is fun because I think that they're all so harmonized. They all go together and they all affect each other, your mind, body, and spirit. 
So in your physical environment, your home, let's talk about this. What crap do you have that's weighing you down right now that you need to get rid of? I've talked about this before. I'm, I'm a minimalist. I don't like having lots of junk. And I only want things in my home that are beautiful and that cause me to feel peace and harmony. So what are the things in your home that you need to possibly release? Is it junk? Papers? Man, you guys freaking go through your towels. How many towels do you have in your house? We have way too much stuff and even good stuff like towels. Towels aren't a problem, but too much of any good thing becomes toxic. It beca- Moderation in all things, right? So, so look at yourself. Like, How many spoons do we need in the house? And really evaluate that and then do the work it takes to get rid of spoons. How many towels do we need? How many pots and pans do I actually need? How many pillows do I actually need? And just being really honest with yourself and doing the work to minimize and declutter, man, it feels so good. You guys know, it's just like the quote says, a polished table reveals the deep grain of wood and then you can see and experience and marvel in the beauty of that piece of wood. But when you have crap everywhere, you can't be with it. It creates so much clutter and confusion and the opposite of clarity, right? And physical environment around you, that is just something I feel so passionate about, is getting your physical space so that then you can look at your mind. I've heard it said that often our environment is a reflection of the state of our mind. So if your environment is crazy and cluttered, you probably have crazy clutter in your mind as well. There's probably a little bit of work to do both of those places, but it's work that's worth doing. I think that the physical body, we can talk a lot about impurities and toxics and things that create that heaviness in our body. Are you intaking food that does not serve your body, that makes you feel heavy and weighted down? or actually makes you heavy and weighted down physically. Nothing's wrong with you if you have fallen into this, by the way. I think so often we don't want to look at this because we don't want to feel shame. Just let the shame go. Nothing is wrong with you. This is a human experience. We're trying to figure this out as we go. So let's look at like what is the food we're putting in our bodies? Are we drinking water? What are we doing to purify the body? I love the yoga practice because in the practice of yoga, one of the purification measures that yogis take is breath work. It's purifying the corridors and the hallways of the body and it's expanding and opening us. And when we do that, we're able to get really present. So that is like a actual physical thing you can do is breath work, which you will see on the app coming soon. So are you moving your body and getting things moving within you? These are the steps that purification we have to take. I want to tell you guys a story because like we all know this, but we don't do it, right? At least for me, like a lot of times, like I know all the minimalist stuff. I know what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating. I know what I need to do to keep my home clean and pure and nice, but I don't do it often. And I was led to this quote that has completely changed my perspective on pretty much everything. But it says, 
that Satan will play on and tempt on our desire to push anything unpleasant into the future. Your brain, you guys, is so good at the here and now. It wants to keep you comfortable now, but it doesn't have the capacity unless you consciously tap into it to think about the future 10 hours later, unless that is a program that you've programmed into your brain. So let me tell you a story. I'm trying to keep my house clean and my thought is don't delay because I've heard that quote where it's just like, if you delay, it's going to make it way heavier and way harder later. And if you delay, you're just pushing unpleasant emotions and unpleasantness into the future. It's just going to make it worse later. So I was putting away paper towels yesterday And they go to the very top of my pantry and it's a kind of a pain to get up there. I have to get a stool and I have to make sure nothing falls and it's just kind of a pain. So almost subconsciously, I walked into the pantry and I just chucked the the paper towels on the bottom shelf where all the snacks are and where my kids play and not play, but they get stuff out there. And I turned around to walk out and then I was like, no, wait, stop. Don't delay. What, what, What would this serve for me to delay and put this off? And I realized right then and there, it didn't serve anything. It actually was going to make cleaning the pantry harder. It was going to make getting snacks out harder. It was going to make me feel uncomfortable because I like to walk into a nice, organized, pretty pantry. So the work is not delaying. The work is of saucha, of purification, is not putting off what we can do now for later. Going in and experiencing And being willing to experience pain and unpleasantness now in order to create a pure and clean environment within our bodies and around us. And also this applies to the spiritual nature of purification as well, not delaying what a lot of religions call repentance, not delaying clearing our energy and cleansing the inner vessel. The reason that we don't want to purify is because it will be uncomfortable for a moment first. But it's in honor of greater peace, greater appreciation of the present moment, right? Just like when we clean off that tabletop, when we put the stuff away instead of laying it on the coffee table, then we're able to experience all the beauty of the coffee table. When we cleanse the spirit, when we cleanse that inner vessel, when we make conscious choice to change and clear our energy and start fresh. Like the scripture says, blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. And cleanliness is next to godliness. I don't think that this means that we have to be perfectly clean all the time in every aspect of our house. What I really think this means is that when we choose to purify ourselves and do that inner work that's uncomfortable, do the work that's uncomfortable, like get a stool and put the, put the paper towel away, that that's when we're able to see clearly. We're able to see the, the polish on the wood. We're able to taste the sweetness of the apple. And I think that's what that scripture is more teaching than just like, be clean. <laughs> you know, it is saying be clean, but there's so much more than that. When we live in purity, We see greater. Don't stay in these impure 
toxic spaces any longer than you have to. Go do the work to cleanse, to clean the areas of your house that need to be cleaned, to clean the areas of your mind and pick the weeds that need to be picked, to cleanse the inner vessel and change the things within you that are out of alignment with your highest self and with God. Go release what needs to be released. Go do what needs to be done. You'll want to resist doing what needs to be done because the fear of pain of sacrifice is worse than the actual sacrifice. This is something funny. My brain tells me, oh, it's going to be so hard to put the paper towels away. Don't do it right now. It's too much work. Do it later. But we got to gain consciousness over it. And I have to tell my brain, it's fine. I can do it. And then when I do it, it's always funny because it's not nearly as bad as I think it's going to be. And that is the truth of how it is when we cleanse. We think it's going to be so painful. The fear of cleansing is what makes it so painful. So don't fear and just move right into it. Don't delay. That's been my, my word. Don't delay. Because all delaying gives you is harder experiences and less presence with the sweetness of life. So I have some ideas, some things you can do to purify. Purify the tongue for a day. Here's a challenge for you. Purify the tongue for a day. Try not to say anything that isn't pure and gentle and kind and loving. Just practice purifying the tongue. Purify the body. I think fasting is a great way to do this. It's a good kickstart into purifying the body. Take a day and fast. And then purify the body after that by maybe giving yourself two weeks of nothing impure entering into your body. And see how you feel. When I ate plant-based, I have to tell you this, this just came to my mind. When I ate plant-based and I was eating only whole foods, whole plant-based foods, I have never felt lighter in my body than during that time. And it brought a spiritual lightness too. It lightened every part of me. And I don't know how to explain it other than that. That was a purification process for me. I got rid of all the processed foods out of my diet. I got rid of all the impure foods and energies that come from food. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I felt light and I felt pure and it felt good. Okay, purify the content you consume. Actually physically go through your Instagram and your Facebook and get rid of people that aren't giving you content that serves you. Purify your home. Pick a room. Go through it. Get rid of stuff. Donate it. It's such a gift for other people. Purify your circles. Who are you spending time with? Who do you spend a lot of time talking to? Purify that and make it be with people that bring you up and lighten you. Because then you're going to be able to go into those places where people need help and serve better. Ask yourself questions. Do I love this? Does it serve me? What is this creating in my life? Even good things can be distractions. Even good things can take away if we're not careful. So make sure you put things in their rightful place. Put it where it belongs. And get rid of distractions and practice saucha, practice purity, practice cleanliness. Because what I believe is that when we do, we're going to be able to see. When we practice purifying our heart so that it's aligned with God's, we're going to be able to see God. As we practice purifying our coffee table, we're going to be able to see the polish on the wood. As we practice purifying our palates, we're going to be able to taste the sweetness of an apple and enjoy a big glass of pure ice water. When we purify our minds, 
we're able to have clarity and peace. When we clarify and cleanse the inner vessel, we have true joy. So this week, we're practicing saucha. You guys got this. I am going to be eating differently for the next seven days just to start because this has kickstarted something in me that I really want. I've been delaying eating better because I've just been putting it off because it might be painful and unpleasant a little bit at first. But I know that long term, it's going to give me eyes to see and a mouth to taste that I will be so grateful for. So thank you guys for being here. If you liked today's podcast and you want to share it, I would be so grateful. Screenshot it, share it on your Instagram, or even just send me a message. It encourages me so much. Thank you for being here. We'll talk to you next time.